Ahoy hoy, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Craig, and today we are going to talk about all of the culinary exciting adventures that you can find around Walt Disney World. And to have this discussion with me today, we have Erica Resnick. Hi, friends. And we have Rhino. Yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy, Rhino. Absolutely. On this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show, we're going to, I don't want to say we're being like pessimistic or negative with this one, but we're going to take a little bit moment to talk about restaurants at Walt Disney World that we just we wish were a little bit better. Things that, you know, we might have been fans of in the past or very excited to try a uh try finally for the first time and just were like, eh, that it didn't necessarily live up to my expectations. I wish it was a little bit better. Easy, straightforward. I'm sure everyone who's listening and watching this will also have a lot that they can contribute. And I look forward to seeing that. So we're going to get this conversation started in a second. But before we get there, I want to remind you that this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the support of a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent that will help you as much or as little as you need. So for a free no obligation quote, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. Okay, I'm going to get things started off with this one while uh, everyone else has time to continue thinking, pondering. But uh, I'm going to start with one that may or may not be unpopular with Pete, but Steakhouse 71 at the Contemporary. It... I haven't been. Have you not even eaten at the bar before, too? No, I I, I, I actually don't even think I've walked inside yet. Hmm. Well, that's... Honestly, for me, that's not a problem. We know that Pete super, super, super loved the wave. Um, Didn't always, and then, you know, fell in love with the wave, what, a year or two before it finally Mm -hmm. closed, and then went through the renovations to become Steakhouse 71. And I had, like... I had one really good meal there, and then I had a couple that were just like, okay, and the burger there, everyone made such a big deal about it. It was a really good burger. They have the the peanut butter and jelly wings. Like, There's all these things that like should be really good, but it just, every time I have them, it's like, yeah, it's, it's okay, but also at the same time, too, if I'm going to a restaurant and I only want to order one thing off the menu... Is that does that make it a good enough restaurant? Because I've, I've tried a I've tried a decent amount of at least lunch menus there, but uh, yeah, I just it's it's disappointing. I was never a huge fan of the wave. I always enjoyed it, but it's not like I wasn't like Pete who would sing from the mountaintops about how everyone should go there. It was it was a solid choice that was pretty easy to get into, but. It also isn't like hands down the greatest thing that I ever had. But yeah, I just for such a a good spot, really close to Magic Kingdom, you know, evoking the early days of Walt Disney World, just kind of meh to me now at this point. So I wish it was better. I genuinely do. How would you make it better? How would I make it better? Yeah, what would you like to see, I should say? Uh, I honestly, I think like most restaurants, 
if you know you have a couple things on the menu that are definitely working, like the burger, then I would, for lunch in particular, I would try to basically just revamp the entire menu, keep the one or two things that are definitely the most popular and go from there. Uh, with dinner, the thing that I wasn't impressed with is that I, I, for steakhouse in the title, I thought the steak quality should have been better. So that's a big no no for me too, and I know that was definitely a popular, uh, a popular opinion in terms of other people saying, yeah, it's not didn't quite live up to the title of having steakhouse in the name. So those are the short things I do to make it better, but ultimately, yeah, it's it's a place I saw myself at first when it right right away when it opened up, I was eating there probably like. I would say maybe twice a month and then it's just it's just fallen off because it's just not great. It's fine. Well, I can't wait to try it. <laughs> you will I'll one go day. Say, but I think I'm going to do what you said like go to the bar. Like yeah. go sit to like cuz I I imagine like a cocktail and like maybe splitting an entree or something like that. That seems like a fun. No, idea. the bar is the bar is still just like it was when it was the wave, a great place to sit. Uh, the lounge seating in that area sometimes is the perfect way to just get in and out without needing a reservation. So, you know, give it a shot like that, but don't, don't like go through the anticipation of, Oh, we're going to sit down and have this big meal. Just do something quick. Try it out. If you like it more then say, maybe I'm wrong and then go back and try it for yourself because you know what? It's all subjective. That's uh, like anything we're going to talk about yeah. in this episode. So what's something that you wish that was just a little bit better? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I talked about it in the review a little bit, but it's been a little while now since we've eaten there. So I feel like I've had more time to like ruminate on it. Um, if that's a word, uh, I don't think it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, Space 220. It was something that I feel like I have been looking forward to going there for forever. I love anything that's going to kind of space themed um you know i i have a soft spot for time travel dinosaurs and space and those are things that i'm like okay so any of those kind of get me excited when that theming comes out especially in like theme parks or walt disney world you know and i had heard good things and i feel like when it originally opened like they had shown like all these drinks and they looked like they were really cool and this stuff and and so like when we finally got that reservation that took us forever to get it was kind of like a little meh. It was a little lackluster. Like, it, I wouldn't be like, oh, it was bad. And I don't know that I would tell somebody not to go, but it was just like, I didn't, I, there was, I, I, I feel like I want to go. I wanted it to be a thing where I was like, I can't wait to come back and have another one of the drinks, or I can't wait to come back and try this other food option. And like, I, I think I'll go still at least one more time and try the dinner one with somebody at some point. Um, and, but I, I feel like they just recently, at least that's what they told us when we were at the restaurant, that they had just recently redone the drink menu. And it looks like, I feel like it just went to like basic drinks that don't have real creativity to them. Like I kind of hate something when somebody just makes an aviation and they just give it a different name. And I'm like, that's not unique. You just took a classic cocktail and made it a gave it a different name like i feel like that's like 
copying somebody's homework. And that's kind of what the whole thing felt like. It felt a little phoned in. Like the screens where you can see out into space, those are cool. Like like when you look at that aesthetically, I, I said it in the video, the benches that had been like made for this restaurant for just those seats particularly look good. But like the choice of even just chairs and tables and the, the rug like choice, it didn't feel like I was in space. It, it And that particularly was part of it. Like the window definitely would add to it. But I'm like, I think if they had made better choices in terms of like the 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 I don't know what you would call that the settings the the mise-en-scene whatever of it of it all I think it would have contributed to a better atmosphere which then I think on top of that then I would have been like more into it like none of the food I tried was like bad it just was it wasn't creative either I was like I'm not if I was in outer space right now wouldn't I want to be in this and I get that it's not like we're not talking Star Trek which I wish it was but it like it's supposed to be like we're on an actual space station. And I was like, okay, but I, like other than the elevator up, what was, what was special? Yeah. Do you think that a la carte pricing would have helped a little bit too? So then maybe it would have been like, I mean, for our review, we had to get what we got. Yeah. Uh, as we always do. But like for you going on your own, like, do you think you would have liked it better if you would have had the option of been like, Oh, I only want, you know, I just want an entree. I don't want to bother with that. Or I just want the appetizer and a dessert and a drink. Uh, do you think something like that would help to to fix it a little bit? Or is there just too much with the aesthetics of the restaurant and the lacklusterness of it all for you that it could never get you over that hump? No, I think maybe maybe you're right. Like, like I, I definitely the a la carte would help a little bit because then it, it I'm not I'm honestly like when I go to eat, like if I were like, hey, let's go to dinner. I'm not usually, I usually wouldn't order an app or a dessert. I just have the meal. I'm not, I didn't grow up that way. I'm not, you know, I'm not against it when you're with a bunch of people or like whether you're with a friend. But I, at that point, I feel like I'd rather do a thing where we ordered, where we like, okay, well, let's just get stuff and we'll all try it. Like we'll do the tapas thing, you know, or mm-hmm. the shared plates. And like, I, I feel like I like that idea. And, and this restaurant could maybe benefit from that because the burrata, was very good that was there. So I could see doing that and being like, oh, well, let's try some other appetizers. I feel like there's a really big missed opportunity in the cocktail section having like, you know, you know, you're like me, you're a fan of craft cocktails and I know Erica is as well. And like, and I feel like I do that on my own every week, make a creative drink. and I feel like I could have easily been like, how could we revamp this menu a little bit and make it exciting? And there are other places on property that do have fun, unique and exciting drinks and not to even just compare it to somewhere else, but down the street at Universal, they open the escape rooms and the escape rooms has two bars, one downstairs and upstairs that are all themed back to the future and Jurassic World movies. And those are like pretty interesting cocktails on that menu. I've gone twice in the last like two weeks, the last month or something, because friends are in town. And I was like, this is actually a pretty good place. And they were solid. But it was like, there was more than one thing that I wanted to try. So I feel like there's a missed opportunity with not having at least like a little bar in there or something like, and I get not every restaurant has to have it, but somewhere that somebody could, I mean, they did have a bar, didn't they? But it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like a tradition. It wasn't like, it didn't feel like a centerpiece part of the restaurant, like at the Edison or no, something like that. And we, I get that. It's not focused around drinks. but Yeah, we didn't sit at the bar, obviously. We sat at a regular table. The bar seating, I would say maybe about like 10 spots yeah, that you could big. sit at there. But I was watching them a little bit as we were walking around. It, it, we talk about it on... 
I'm not sure if it was a Patreon thing or if it was a, one of our Walt Disney World shows, but talking about with Walt Disney World and bartenders and like from the, what I saw there, like it was just bartenders working at the bar, like just making drinks based on the recipes that were mm. at there and not not trying to elevate it to the next level. Whereas I feel like if you're talking about creative drinks, that's what you, you kind of need. But when you're in a place where you have a lot of people ordering drinks, you also... You know, you have to you have to weigh it. It's True. it's first and foremost a restaurant, and then second you have all of that stuff. But I I understand your point with it. It's still very valid. I just but. I feel the same honestly about the desserts too, even a little bit. Like they they were good, and I know in the video I think we said carrot they were cake. like uh, the, carrot cake. The carrot cake was the off the chain, was. and I would go back to have the the the. To have the burrata and to have the carrot cake, a hundred percent. But that's not an option. See, you have to have like the meal in between. But if you, if there had been at least one cocktail I could have locked into, I think it would have been like okay. Okay. So I think maybe it's also the ease of getting up there too as part of it. But I don't know. There, there's just a couple of things. It just, it wasn't. I wanted it to be a ten, and it wasn't. And it's sticking with you. But yeah, uh, right. Uh, Erica, you're not Rhino. Do you have one on this? Um, There's a big one that I feel like I'm going to bring up after you if you don't bring it up. Okay. Um, Well, first I want to say I I agree with both of you because I was so hyped about Steakhouse 71. Mm -hmm. All right. I was so hyped about it. I went and I kind of felt let down. Um, And so for me, I just wish I feel like it was missing something. Yeah. It just something fell off. And. Space 220, I let people know that I went that are in my life. People have always wanted to go. So I left and everyone was like, well, how was it? And I'm like, mm. fine. <laughs> it, my my one word answer for that is that it's fine. And I'm on this I'm on the same boat as you, Rhino. Like, I wish I could just order, like, one thing here and one thing there and not have, like, the whole full kind of experience. I thought that looking onto space is cool. The little astronauts and everything. That's so fun. But it was just all just fine. And I was super excited to go because I thought it was going to be different. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I wanted the food to feel a little more unique for the experience we were having. It was it was also a very poorly paced meal. I don't yes. want to lie. I don't think we talk about it in the review. So, uh I guess it fits in here for people who are also watching or listening to this, but we were in the restaurant for about two hours and 45 minutes for a lunch, Mm -hmm. not, not dinner, like a lunch. And yeah, we didn't necessarily study the menu going into it. uh, So we needed a little bit of time to look at the drinks in particular and the desserts, every like the entrees we were able to order quickly. The most we could have shaved off that time was probably about 20 minutes. So you're still looking at a nearly two and a half hour experience with the pace that we were at with it. And it's, that's that's hard. That's valuable theme park. Time. I, I was just going to say. I also like to weigh it against. You're not. You're somebody here on vacation. You're not an annual pass holder. You're not somebody that lives local. And that's like you've just paid. You know, a hundred and something dollars to come into this park, and now you've paid whatever for that meal. The price of that meal that now has also taken a chunk out of your day. So the meal becomes that much more expensive because of that. Yeah, exactly. the complete opposite of us at Tepanado, which was like. Get in and out yeah. as quickly as possible. Out? Yeah. yeah, please. We will cook you next. Yeah. yeah. When we when we were talking about this topic, the first thing that came to mind for me was Trails End, but that's leaving. Oh, um, but it was somewhere that I 
like really loved and was a repeat guest of. And then eventually over time, it just became something that I was like, it's okay. And I wanted it to get better. And obviously now like that dream of mine is, is gone because yeah. she's not coming back. <laughs> um, she's going to be changed up a little bit, but yeah. hopefully whatever happens next is going to be better than what this version of Charles end was towards the end um, of its lifetime. But that's the first thing I thought of. And then Regal Eagle. I love Regal Eagle. I just, I, my oh, one thing no. is I, oh, I just know I just want, them to add a new menu item yeah. like don't take something off of it i get that i just want to see something added um there's only so much variety you can get there but i would like to see them play with something because the food there is already so good that i would like to see something else added to the menu whether it's open a now? side or a sandwich I, I totally get that and honestly too i think you have the barbecue people of the world who also show up there and are like this could be better barbecue and so i i think i i actually see and hear from people that it's like oh it wasn't as great as i was hoping for it to be but like that first time that rhino and i went there like so having good. the the combo option where you could get the three different meats and you know i i feel like i feel like it has definitely stepped back but in terms of quick service at epcot it was oh, always still solid so yeah. i don't know but i i understand from your perspective of it i just well, want well, to add something yeah yeah just something new that would make us want to go back and ignite the spark of what we love about that quick service it's, honestly I, I i get totally that feeling that you're saying it's like like you know i like to do my baseline fridays and mm -hmm. i and it's like i love it but it, it feels like that rotation where you're like okay well i, don't, I want i they and they have been rotating like a beer but it was like I know, realize that I'm there once a week and how many people are doing that, you know, but it's like, I want a different snack. I don't want just the pretzel, just the charcuterie board. Just the, I'm at that point where I was like, I think maybe it's just because we repeated it so much because we like it so much, like, yeah. like the, with the thing. And then realizing now, that's why I asked how long it was open for that Regal Eagle's been open for four years. It is, it would be nice to see, like you said, a new side, maybe a refreshed, like a new entree, especially yeah. well, in terms of like, I know there's vegan options there. Yeah. And, the jackfruit burger thing. Yeah. And I feel like I'd like to see them maybe at least refresh that. Yeah. yeah. They I can do a that. new plant based sausage with it or. Yeah. Or something on that line but i will say like the sides is the easy place there to refresh everything because with barbecue you know it's yeah you, you're gonna have your basic menu with ribs brisket pulled pork burn ends chicken sausage and you're gonna find that at most barbecue places they you can't like you you can i guess just keep smoking new things and smoking turkey and adding that to the menu you can you can definitely evolve to a point but with the sides they can really really refresh things and keep that as a is a you know a staple of them wanting to rotate that and honestly there are some barbecue places that i would go to just for the sides alone good southern sides versus the meats itself so that would be a great place for them to stand out in that way but at, at, we've mentioned a lot with Epcot. I feel like that's easy because, uh, you know, Epcot has a lot of dining. But I thought the easiest one on the table for all of this was San Angel Inn inside the Mexico oh Pavilion. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, right in front this of us. Is, that restaurant is the epitome of I just wish it was better because you have the most beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful dining location right? potentially in all of Walt Disney World. And it is just not great mexican mix food. it up i don't want to keep ordering the mole chicken 
<laughs> That's what I've been having there for 15 years. It's Change just, your menu. You know, I, I'll never forget my first time eating there. And it was just like that wave of disappointment where I don't think I could actually admit that like I wasn't blown away because I still love that space. It's just, it's not oh, the best in the world. Aesthetically, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's just, I, the one time I went there, I ordered a quesadilla. Oh, cool. You know, yeah. I was all, I was, I was a teenager in high school. So I was like, I don't know what I want to eat. I just got a quesadilla, but I look at the menu and I'm just like, give us something different. Uh, yeah. Well, also, especially since you're in the Mexico pavilion, which already has like two other quick service options, you get the m- two different margarita places. Yeah. And then now you have two sit downs and it's like, also, Mexican food in general, I feel like, has got to be one of the more consumed, like, America, in terms of, like, the things that we're consuming in America for restaurants. It, everybody's got a Mexican restaurant, right? That they love. I mean, I, I, lo- yeah. I love Mexican yeah. food. I'll eat Mexican food any day of the week. But it's like, I feel like there's a, there's a moment there, a space there, where they could give us maybe some more of the not so, like, Americanized or the non, or maybe something a little more exciting mm-hmm. in terms of that, like cultural <laughs> sort of experience. Well, but then, you know, also we're at Walt Disney World. So. But with San Angel, I mean, it's, I, you know, they're trying in a way to go for authentic Mexican food. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they necessarily uh, succeed with that. But like when, so when you look at their menu and you're making choices, you, I mean, like, yeah, mole chicken a lot on of there? people, uh, mole chicken right now is not on there, believe it or enough, but there is a asabuco mole. So, uh, love a good asabuco. Did you put it in yet? Do you need four hours from when you started? <laughs> well, we've gotten you seated and we're putting in the awesome book now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this God, good. this is just turning into the show where we reference yeah. The Office nonstop. But, I mean, hey, uh, that's my favorite episode of The Office, though. I mean, it is the best episode, but a dinner party and food, it all connects. It works. Uh, like, you know, chicken enchiladas on the menu, $28. You look at it and you're yeah. like, how can these enchiladas be good? And Are you can go enchiladas? to a dive Mexican restaurant and have the best enchiladas of mm-hmm. your life for half the price, if not even slightly cheaper than that. And that's just how I feel about San Angel. It's like there's they're so close to it, but then it's like it's either like it, it's too wet or it's not flavorful enough it's just you know we're always missing the mark in just a little way when they used to do um when i worked at disney we would get the cast member celebration which was like the end of the year um you used to get a booklet and it would yeah. have coupons in it and uh, it used to be like two coupons it was like 50 percent off one sit down 50 percent off of one like quick service and then it changed and it was like 50 40 30 and you could use them at either sit downs or quick service whatever but i remember you'd use them at ohana was the one to get and the one that was always left over where you're like, well, where are we going to go now? And you're like, I guess we have to use it at San Angel Inn because no one's going there. <laughs> like, it never, it always felt like it was the only one that you could get the advanced dining reservation for as a cast member. But then also you're like, I don't want to go again. Like, yeah. Well, luckily for uh, when my sister would be booking the restaurants for that, we usually stuck to like Artist Point or Ooh. Yachtsman. Ooh. So she's very, very good at, um, at uh, pulling restaurant reservations. That's always been one of her talents. Uh, yeah, the, I mean, obviously we can keep going with this over and over again. This is one of those shows that we're always going to think of more. The last one that I was at least going to mention that like jumped out immediately with this topic is on the quick service level, because I think that deserves it too. I mean, listen, we already said one with Regal Eagle, but 
for me, quick service can be just as meh as as any other place. And if you don't have the budget to eat at table service and quick service is all you can afford, then you don't want to feel let down by it. And a place that I have felt let down by lately and wish it kind of went back to its former glory is Captain Cook's at the Polynesian, which mm. that was like, for me... I, I before I even worked for the Diz, that was one of my favorite places, and I feel like its heyday was in the you know late two thousands into the twenty tens into like right around like maybe twenty fifteen is where I started getting bored with it. Maybe even a little bit later, but like you know, a lot of the stuff that's been classics on the menu is still there, like the Thai coconut meatballs mm-hmm. and the pulled pork nachos. But like to me, the pulled pork nachos have not been as good as they used to be years and years ago. Um, it was right around when they did the, they changed up like the kitchen and they had to have it like a temporary kitchen for a while where it it was all part of the changes with Polynesian. But I feel like something went wrong and the nachos just never have been as good. And their pork sandwich that they have there, like shouldn't be that hard to screw up a pork sandwich, but there's, it's always just kind of off, whether it's dry or lacking flavor and the meatballs, they're always solid every time I have them. But it's like it goes back to again when I was staying with Steakhouse Seventy One. I can't constantly go to a place and there's only one thing that I want to eat there. I, I just, it's. I feel like they could do Hawaiian food, yeah, a lot Waste better. Of spam, yeah, exactly. They there's there's a lot of room to do way more interesting things, whether it is with spam or just something else. Mocha loco, like. Uh, that's another perfect example. Like they already have cheeseburgers on the menu. Turn that into locomoco noodle salad. In that way, they have noodle salads. Yeah. So oh, okay. I wasn't going to mention the noodle salads with it. But what I was trying to say is, there's like, you know, there are so many poke places in Orlando. But even like one of my favorite restaurants, it's becoming a restaurant. It was a food truck before called Over Rice. Um, mm-hmm. That is like specializes in a blend of kind of Filipino and Hawaiian flavors together, Ooh. and it is like. It's so, so good. And I'm like, there's, you can find so much good uh, Asian style food and Pacific Island style food in Orlando, too. Like, Polynesian should be hitting home runs with it. And while I don't think Ohana is necessarily worthy of being on this list, nor Kona Cafe, at points in times I've had meals where I feel like they could. Uh, Kona or Captain Cook's is definitely a place where it's like, huh. It's, it is, it's just, it's a, it's a restaurant for people who are staying there and they need a place to eat versus a place that I want to go out of my way to anymore. Honestly, that area, even just the restaurant itself is kind of a letdown. I feel yeah. like it, it's one of those where like the, if you're a resort of that caliber, that's your quick service. It's just one of those things where I, I've always been kind of like meh about it because everyone always talked, raved about it. And I finally went there. I'm like this hole in the wall. Like I was like, I get it. The Thai cooking meatballs, that's what I ate last time I was there. And that was recently. That was within the last couple. That was for like when I did my Tron like preview or whatever. And um, I was like, you know, this is not like if I was even staying here, I'd be like, this kind of sucks. Like the the food was fine, like those coconut meatballs. But it was like the whole thing. I was like, for the price you're paying for to be here, I was like, there needs to be a better like how does pop. Um, not pop. Um, Art of Animation have a food court like it does, and this is all they like have like here in terms of that like grab it type sort of thing. I mean, I know they got other restaurants in there, but like I can't. You can't just like walk up and be like, "Give me, yeah, 
I even love Pop Century's Food Court, but let's mm-hmm. not. We don't need to go back down that road with Pete ever again. <laughs> He'll yeah. hear it. He'll hear it from far away. Yeah, you're wrong. You guys talking about cheesecake? <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way about Contempo Cafe. That used to be mm-hmm. a stop for me on the monorail. Like if I didn't want to eat at Magic Kingdom, or it was like I had a long day at Magic Kingdom and I wanted to grab a snack before going back to my car, I would hang out there. And just within the past year, it just hasn't hit the same for me. Yeah, I I mean, I think we could argue this with any of those resort monorail quick services. Um, Oh, Wilderness Lodge, uh, not Whispering, Roaring Roaring Fork does not fall into that, in my opinion, at all. We had a great meal when we went there. Uh, But specifically, yeah, the Captain Cook's Contempo Cafe and Sarsaparilla. They're never... uh, (laughs) What? You gonna you bo- you meeting the boys for sarsaparilla later? Isn't that what it's sarsaparilla? Gasparilla. Gasparilla. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh, they yeah. call it root beer now. <laughs> Is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Gasparilla. Well, no wonder no one ever meets me there because I'm constantly Just telling them meet me at sarsaparilla. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. like what yeah yeah what? You, you know i've i think i've only ever been there once and i think it was with you it was yeah yeah and um did you have it's a fine beer? it's like yeah. I, I wish uh it, you know what it is i mean i get it those those resorts are older than a lot of the other ones but I, i'm sorry that that's not an excuse renovate no. something and make yourself a better uh make that like a better experience for the guests that are there that like still can be like they only can sit down and eat because i'm sorry when daddy gets home from the theme parks, daddy's hungry. Well, it's also like, especially that those hotels are at such a high price point that mm-hmm. the quick service should at least be a little better than what it is. Give me a pizza. <laughs> I, I mean, I would love a pizza. Are you offering pizza right now? You want pizza? I'll, I'll take pizza. pizza. I'll see you at Soto after this. Let's go. Sounds good. Uh, but, uh, Rhino, do you have any other ones or should we uh, put a pin in this one and we'll we'll revisit this topic eventually in the future again? No, okay. not, not. I mean, like I could argue. I would say, like you know how much I like Pecos Bill. I think more than anybody who works here, maybe. Um, but it, it, the only one for that one is I'm worried to go. I'm scared to go back now because I, you know, the, the no toppings bar and every like that one's always on the edge of collapse for me. And I was like, bring it back, bring back the toppings bar, but also like make it more sanitary somehow, so like random people aren't just touching. All Man, the I mean, then you run into the problem with bars like that where it's like if you have a cast member who's serving you and putting it on there, it's like then you don't want to be that person who's like uh, more, that one scoop that you put in. I need like four more times. I asked for three cups of pickles. I already gave me two pickles. I have that fight (laughs) with the people at Chipotle every day. Like I said, when I wanted extra salsa, I mean, I want extra salsa. I don't want like one and a half scoops. I want like three scoops of salsa. I need that high sodium. Mm -hmm. It's what keeps me running day in and day out. But, uh, you know, I I understand that, too, about Pecos Bill. I, I thought you might bring that up, Rhino. I was prepared to uh to to discuss it with you but i think you you said it perfectly yourself and i know we're going to think of more so i think we will put a pin in this one for now and we will come back to this topic later on and really go over those restaurants that are just wish we were better but as i said at the start of this i really want to know what everyone else has to say because you know what then we're going to use this for our dining reviews too on top of what's popular what we need to do what we haven't done before i also want to know these ones where they're like every if everyone's saying this place is a disappointment you know what i want to go there mm-hmm. i want to see if it really is one 
So definitely, if you're watching this on YouTube, take the time to let us know in the comments of what you think is disappointing. If you're listening to this, hey, head over to YouTube and leave a comment, too, so you can get in on the fun or find a different way to reach out to us. You know, we're on social media. Uh, You can email us, and hopefully it doesn't get lost in the mix. But uh, yeah, find, find a way to reach out and let us know what you're thinking, too, in terms of what is Kind of disappointing, and you wish was a little bit better. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Disney Dining Show. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you want to support us more, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. If you are watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Leave comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comment section. And if you listen to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us ratings and reviews when possible. But uh, thank you, Rhino. Thank you, Erica, for doing this today thank you and this yeah thank you for doing your jobs mm. at the very least uh <laughs> obligated to be here and <laughs> thank you to everyone for taking the time to listen and watch this hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the disney dining show take care bye-bye stay hungry yummy yummy